All right, hour number two is upon us. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us, Jared Weisfeld or Weisfeld. Weisfeld. Make sure I said that correctly, Jared. Welcome. How are you, sir? Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I appreciate you joining us. CEO of Objective Entertainment. You guys are a full-service literary agency that represents over 200 and 50 authors, and we're going to talk today about school administrators and do they really want our kids safe or unsafe in schools, Jared? Uh, I hope they want them safe, but judging by the stuff that I've been witnessing, I think it's the reverse. That um, yeah, they're they're trying to protect their brand. Jared, I tend to think that you are you know you're in good company because I tend to feel the same way you do. There's far too many, and we've got one story here we'll share today, but there's far too many stories out there that would agree with you and I that, no, in fact, they are not trying to keep kids safe. They're trying to do just what you said. Yeah, I mean, the police are trying to keep kids safe, um, but they're not allowed to do their job. The school districts don't want police inside of the schools. So, you know, it's kind of, it's an issue um, that the administration doesn't want police in the schools because it's bad PR or bad branding. Yeah. And so the police can't do their jobs in order to mitigate the risks. We've got a situation, too, that I, I didn't until till the press release for you came through. I did not know this, but you know, Berkeley Heights Public School District in New Jersey, there was a child that came with a weapon, a box cutter. The box cutter was confiscated in the morning, but the child was, was permitted to remain at school. Give us the rest of that story, Jared. So he was permitted to stay in school, and later on that day, the child unfortunately decided that he was going to poke another student with a pencil and keep uh, jabbing her until another student said to leave, uh, leave the student alone. And uh, unfortunately, both those students wound up on a kill list the child created in that classroom. And then to make matters worse, later on that day, the child on his Google Chromebook tablet typed in, not killing people in search. So the school hid that from the parents, um, and one of the parents uh, didn't find out about the incident um, until their kid came home and told them. So the schools definitely are hiding stuff, and they're not being transparent with parents. I mean, and, and the fact when the parents did call the school and said, hey, well, where's the kid now? They said, oh, he's still in class. And the parent was like, with our kid? And they said, yes. yeah. So the parents yeah, that would have been my answer, the by the way. The That's up. what I would have said. So the parents rushed to school to pick up their, their children, and the school's answer was that they wouldn't move the other child's class, but they would move um, the victim's classes. And uh, the parents obviously weren't going for that. And so they took their kids out of school, and the police did their job, um, and the parents did their job. And the kids, uh, you know, all we know is that the child's not in school because of uh, some information that the police uncovered. So the school kept him in, but the police, um, you know, believed that he, you know, police did whatever they had to do. And so the child's not currently in school. I don't know what they did, but they did what the school administration didn't, was protect the other kids. So you have an instance where, you know, it's like I always say, if you have an electricity problem, you call an electrician. Hmm. You have a plumbing problem, you call the plumber. Right. You have a security problem, the school calls nobody. Yeah, good point. So the school waited an entire day before they called the police to notify them that this child um, had a kill list and then simultaneously did a Google search, not killing people on his Chromebook. So a day to call the police. Um, and then, you know, they came out and said that I was erroneous in my statement where, you know, they said that it wasn't uh, a weapon, but it was a tool. Or, an, I'm sorry, it was an item, an inappropriate item to bring to school. So I don't know anybody that thinks a box cutter is an inappropriate item, because it just isn't. A no. box cutter, as we saw in 9-11. That's right. Thank weapon. you. Thank you. I want to make sure we reminded everybody that, yeah, the, uh, you know, that's what was used to bring down an airplane. So, yes, Jared, it very much can be a weapon, and it is, if used improperly. Yeah, the kid didn't work at an Amazon warehouse, so clearly he had it there... <laughs> for different reasons. Exactly. The about the fact pattern is I'm not a police officer, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out, but if a kid brings a weapon to school, creates a kill list, and then types in not killing people, hmm. nothing good is happening in that kid's mind. Mm-hmm. Agree. So, um, 
So, so you know, yeah. so Jared, what do we do? I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, as you know, we have a radio show here. We talk about these things on a regular basis. I'm also a guy that I like action. I like results. I don't like to just sit around and talk about it. How do we bring, you know, change this? How how do we bring awareness? Because you know, it has to be, in my opinion, pushed from the students, from you know, from from school boards, if you would, if they're willing to listen, or at least, you know, at least school board meetings, people need to show up and talk about these things. Otherwise, this is going to continue to perpetuate. It's not going to get fixed. You're 100% right. And that's where I spoke up was at a board meeting. And um, not one member of the Board of Education, except for maybe the, the president of the board, reached out to me to find out what it was that I was talking about with a child, a weapon, a kill list. Now, one person reached out to me from the, the Board of Education, except a, a conversation with the, um, the only person on the Board of Ed that seems to care, which is the president of the Board of Ed, um, who's um, luckily for him has decided not to run for re-election. Wow. Um, so, he, uh, you know, you can't get anything done. Um, and he wanted to get something done on school security. And so I put my money where my mouth was. You know, I offered a donation to the school for an app and they turned down my donation based on equity the point was it was supposed to be a pilot program um that if it worked would be rolled out to all the schools in the district and they turned my donation down but they said they would take my money and spend it uh however they saw fit on on security so i was trying to cure a problem and um they used the equity card on me um to not try and solve that problem it's okay now i'm i'm Sorry, you have to explain that to me. I'm a little bit dumb at times. How how is that an equity issue? You wanting to donate money for an app that would help them on the security side of the fence? How is that an equity issue? Because it was only for one school as a pilot program. I wasn't donating it to every school. Who cares? So therefore, it was an equity issue. What? I said, who cares? <laughs> I mean, that's that's my answer. I mean, if you can help one school, and by by helping one school, show others how to do it, is that not an answer to a problem? That was my point. My goal was also for the, the school district to roll it out, if it worked, to all the schools. And I even went a step further. And I said, hey, listen, um, I'm going to pay for this. And if you come back and you tell me that in a year that the school would be in a problem if they didn't have this app, I would pay for it for an additional two years until you guys got your, you know, your act together. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just, like, take something away that's working that, Correct. that could cause problems. Correct. So... They, yeah, I mean, that would defeat the purpose of me trying to help. And so they just didn't want their donation. And I was hoping that me, by me doing this, other parents around the country would follow suit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, try. I mean, this is a really cool app. What it does is it gives you, let's say there's an active shooter, you push a button, and it gives the police live feeds into the room where the active shooter is so they have a better... Uh, they know exactly what to do. If there's a fire, you push a button. If there's EMS, you push a button. If there's a, you know, a problem with a kid with mental health, right? Another student can report that. So this app has everything to um, make everybody's life easier, and the school just didn't want it. So it makes me wonder if the school actually no, I agree. cares about kids' yeah. safety. No, I agree with you. Okay, a dumb question on my part. Given the app, and from what you're telling me, sounds like it's pretty well established it works we know it works why isn't this app just becoming an automatic standard in every school across the country period no matter what so it's in thousands of schools across the country there's a law called Alyssa's law which is um from Lori Aladeff who lost her daughter in Parkland created um a law where basically every school has to have a panic button okay and this app is also used as a panic button um you ask a very good question. I don't know the answer to it. Um, but you would think that teachers' unions would be on board. Yes. Because it's also there to protect That's right. the teachers. That's right. It's protecting so everybody that's kind of no, in, inside kind the of building. No-brainer. Yeah, it is a no-brainer. It's protecting everybody yeah. inside that building, not just the students. No, you're 100% right. And so I wanted to try it out. I um, wanted them to try it out. I had no skin in the game because... Like, I wasn't going to be an active user on it. It was going to be the police, and it was right. going to be the school. Right. But like I said, the, you know, the school doesn't want the police involved. It's a separate branch of government. So, But I will tell you, God forbid there is a school shooting everywhere. You see the, the police and the, 
the mayor taking all the questions. But the one that should be really taking the questions is the superintendent of the yeah. Board of Ed. Great point. Because the police aren't really allowed in the schools. So, you know, they're taking they're taking the hit mm-hmm. for something that is really um, the, the school board and the, and the superintendent's responsibility. Jared, what's the name of the app, if I can ask? Uh, yeah, the app is called Safer Watch. Okay. Perfect. Thank you for that. Um, and I'll, I'll look that up, put a link up for everybody so they can see that as well. That's something here in Colorado we need to be doing the same thing with. So we'll, we'll put a, you know, put some some uh, feet to this, feet to the fire on this one here in Colorado as well, Jared, and see what we can't do on, on that end of things. If you get any updates, you're welcome to come back. Love to hear from you. Again, Jared Weisfeld. And, uh, and real quick, what's the, what's the website folks can go to? Uh, you know, you're, you're CEO of you know, Objective Entertainment. How do they find you there? Uh, objectiveent.com. Okay. Um, and you can send me an email. Awesome. Perfect. Jared, thank you for your time. I appreciate it very much, sir. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Have a great evening. Bringing awareness to things that we need. And um, I, some of the stuff, I just have to shake my head. There's an answer there. He's willing to donate it to the school. But because it's not equitable across the school district, they turn it down and say no. That is the dumbest thing. I've ever heard. I, 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 have, I have nothing. High Five Plumbing. He said a moment ago, when you need a plumber, you call a plumber. We've got the plumber. High Five Plumbing. Write this number down. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Your sump pump protects your home from water damage when it's working. High Five Plumbing will ensure your sump pump does its job preventing irreversible water damage with a sump pump tune-up or replacement. Colorado weather is unpredictable. And snow can quickly melt into runoff that may find its way into your home by seeping into the foundation, causing water damage that you can't even see. Make sure your sump pump is in good working order with a repair or replacement from High Five Plumbing. Your sump pump prevents a minor plumbing issue from becoming urgent, but only when it's functioning properly. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445 to ensure your sump pump is ready for this winter weather. Or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Mention KLZ when you schedule any appointment for a waived service fee and a free tub of BioClean drain cleaner. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends in a high five. All right, Extreme Auto Repairs next, folks. Anything you need for your vehicle, they want to help you take care of things, including tires, which after tonight... May very well need tomorrow morning in rush hour, depending upon how much snow we get. Extreme Auto Repair. Call them today. Anything you need, they're there to take care of you and, of course, your vehicle. Extreme Auto Repair. KLZRadio.com. 303-841-1071. You had no clue that your headlights were so dim until it started getting darker earlier. And then you realized you could hardly see anything while you were driving home. Extreme Auto Repair will restore your headlights at a reasonable cost without replacing them. Just by clarifying the lens. Don't drive when it's that difficult for you to see the road because that means it's harder for others to see you too. Headlight restoration is more affordable than the alternatives such as replacement or a DIY kit that takes forever and costs nearly as much. Only replace your headlights when you need to. When Extreme is done, your headlights will be functionally comparable to a new car for a reasonable price. Keep yourself and others safe on the road and avoid getting a ticket by calling Extreme Auto Repair right now. Set up your headlight restoration and routine maintenance at 303-841-1071. That's 303-841-1071. Or you can write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. All right, Veteran Windows, they're up next. Veteran Windows and Doors, I should say, Previa Windows and Doors. They'll save you money, make your home more comfortable, and, of course, save on energy at the same time, which in turn saves you money. 303-529-0720. Replace your windows this season without making sacrifices to your comfort. Relax, knowing that even when your installation is scheduled during the winter, Veteran Windows and Doors won't interrupt the functionality of your home. By installing one window at a time, they can contain temperature changes to one area of your home during the install by sealing off areas of the house where possible. Veteran windows and doors prioritize your standard of living now and in the future, too. Every job is fully weatherproofed and flashed by your technician, going beyond what building codes require, so you never need to worry about the integrity of the insulation after the job is done. Replace your windows or doors this winter with Veteran Windows and Doors. 
and ensure your comfort during the install and in the future too. Call 303-529-0270 now. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com windows to make an appointment. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Craig from Wheat Ridge, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Hi, John. I Can just I... wanted to clarify something on that uh, parks pass yes. and vehicle registration. The way it's stated in the, the state bill is that once you've opted out on one particular vehicle, then they will assume that from then after each year, you will stay opted out. You okay. won't have to opt out every single year. Okay, so they will leave it as an opt-out on that particular VIN number. Yes. Or license number, and, whatever you want to say, license plate number. And in order for you to get the Parks Pass on that vehicle once you've opted out, they're going to have to uh, create an opt-in position okay. where you've changed your mind and now I do want a Parks Pass Okay. A vehicle that you had indicated earlier that you didn't want one. Now, I'm assuming the opposite is true. If you, for some odd reason, you know, somebody texted in a little bit ago and said, you know, elderly people, number one, Craig, are really going to be at risk here because they're, in a lot of cases, not listening to me. They don't know. They just go online. You know, they get the little renewal thing. They renew it, send it in, and away they go. I assume that once you opt in, or, or let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. If you choose not to opt out, I'm guessing they assume you're going to opt in every year as well. Yeah, it's going to be up to you to indicate otherwise. So hopefully maybe those people that get hoodwinked the first year, um, and then it's, you know, and I don't know if the state of Colorado or is going to work with people on, well, you know, I didn't know I was going to get this, and they're going to allow them to change that. I kind of doubt it. But maybe if they end up eating that parks pass that they didn't want, maybe the next year then they're aware of it, and then they're, they won't be able to, pull this i think it's trickery myself i think it's trickery too craig i i agree, yeah. I agree with you I, I i think they know there's going to be a certain amount of people that a aren't paying attention don't even want a parks pass don't care uh you know have no intention of, of even paying attention to it they know because i know how this works craig they know there's going to be a certain amount of people or just falls through the cracks period well you know everybody i talk to i'm you know when we get into conversations about the state of colorado I bring it up, and I'm still finding almost everybody I, I speak to isn't aware of it. Right. Right. I mean, and uh, it's just so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to spread, you know, it's kind of a, uh, you know, a cause of mine to let everybody know because, I, I you know, again, I don't like what goes on. No, no, no I'm glad you're doing that because, you know, I, I, again, I think, well, we know they know what you just said, Craig. We know at the state level they know the majority of people are not going to figure this out. And, and even some that do are going to say, oh, it's 25 bucks for the parks. Okay, fine, whatever. They have no idea what they're even getting into. Oh, and another thing I don't know if you're aware of. I, I was not made aware of it until today as well. The same people that have come up with this parks pass down in the state legislature have now indicated that beginning, or not indicated, it's going to be state law that you can only buy cage-free chicken eggs. I did see that. Yes, I did see that. Now, I, I don't know if this is an animal rights thing, um, cruelty to animals type thing, what, what, what their motivation is for this. and But I didn't, you know, we generally buy the, the uh, cage-free eggs just as a uh, general rule anyhow, but there was a shortage of them yeah. uh, in the store the other day. Yeah, and, you so, know, and I will also say this, Craig, we've heard, you know, from from in the past, you know, Greg Barber's Foods and so on, that in general, there's not too many caged chickens anymore, period, anyway. So the reality is this is a lot of feel-goodness on their part, by the way. And, you know, being that Polis's significant other is, you know, like an animal rights person, I mean, sure, he probably had some influence in that as well. well. I, I would, yeah, I would not shock me on that one at all. Um yeah, again, it's just like the plastic bag fee I talked about a little bit ago as well, Craig. I mean, every one of these things is just instead of doing it the way they should be doing it with you know higher taxes because of Tabor, they do all these stupid little fees here and there. This this whole part, as you know, this whole park pass thing to me personally, it it just it, it just galls me because they they essentially don't think we're smart enough to notice what they're doing. 
Well, now Walmart is going. Yeah, and this Charlie, really quick, Chip Craig, as Charlie just said in my ear too. This is the other thing we need to remind everybody of: only a portion of that goes to the parks. It's not like buying the eighty dollars pass in the past, right? So it, it's well, not it's not even that. So so again, they're they're being being very um, they're misleading people across the board in this. If you ask me, now Walmart has stated on as a corporation in the state of Colorado, they're not going to have the plastic bags beginning January 1 in the state of Colorado. Hmm. Interesting. What are they going to use instead? That's Well, that's what I'm waiting to watch. I mean, when people go in there and they, they're not aware of it and they don't come in with their own bags, um, are, again, are they going to be involved in that program? Which, by that the I way, just and I know there's some of you listening that or that person and you love them. So I hate reusable bags, Craig. I think they're the dirtiest, nastiest thing. The majority of people don't wash them when they get home. They have all of the contamination of everything that was inside already. They're reusing them over and over and over again. Uh, to me, Craig, that's got to be one of the filthiest things you could ever do, just my own opinion. Well, some of the communities in Colorado, and I know Steamboat Springs being one of them, they do not provide the plastic bags. If you do not have the bags, you have to pay for a bag. Right. Now, when Walmart says we're going to eliminate the plastic bag, um, what alternative does that give people that have come unprepared with their own bag? Yeah, I was going to say, in a lot of stores, Craig, that I've been to nationwide where they have these laws, it's usually paper. It's usually a paper bag. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what Walmart's situation is, eliminating the plastic. If they're gonna Char- Charlie said also, did we not eliminate paper bags once before? So, yeah, and Craig, it's funny how things kind of work their way back around. Well, you think a lot of paper, that's a lot of resources used there, too, if you want to look at it that way as well. I mean, um, you know, again, like, you know, we know that cardboard and paper and everything comes from trees, but uh, if you increase the number of of paper bags, there's more forest. I I, I don't understand their whole angst against the plastic bags, knowing how many times they get used over and over again. I, I I don't get that one, Craig. I really don't. Very, very few people use a plastic bag one time. Very few. Right. Well, we line trash cans with them. We do, too. We use them for all sorts of things. You know. We line trash cans. We'll, we'll put returns in them that go back to the store. Uh, you, all, you name it. There's all sorts of things we use those things over and over and over again. They don't get used just one time ever in our house. But, you know, one thing, and, and I don't know if it's just because I'm out walking with my dogs a lot, you do see a lot of plastic bag trash just laying around. People don't secure their trash or whatever in the the wind picks it up, and it, yeah, they're it pigs. looks unsightly, but, but that's garbage. That's just litter in general. That's, yeah, that's because people are pigs, Craig. Sorry, I sweep parking lots for a living. They're pigs. People are pigs. <laughs> I mean, you can have a trash can right there, and they'll drop it off. That's right. Down. They're pigs. People are pigs. Sorry, they just are. They should just <laughs> oink when they walk around. <laughs> I, I'm not going to disagree. I'll with leave you it there. at that. Craig, Craig, thanks. I'll leave it at that. Charlie says, Charlie says, I just don't like the seals. I like the seals, Charlie. I do. I love the seals. So, anyways, Denver IT Security is next. Make sure that your business network is secure. Your people using it are secure. They're behaving securely. The last thing you need is some sort of a breach in your, your system. And, folks, it can happen at any time, even over the holidays. 720-593-6688. You can put any number of locks on your front door, but someone can still walk in through the back door. The network security of your business is no different. Your small business can stay nimble and protected with full-time monitoring from Denver IT Security. There are so many ways or attack vectors that hackers use to get into your network, your email, the internet, websites, software, etc. There's no catch-all product that protects you from every type of attack, but service with Denver IT Security gives you around-the-clock protection. Not properly protecting yourself makes you an even bigger target, and you don't have the resources to monitor that on top of everything else you have to worry about as a small business owner. Let Denver IT Security handle the ins and outs of guarding your network so you can get back to running your business. Lock the back door, too. Set up your security consultation now at 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or send an inquiry to klzradio.com slash security. All right, Golden Eagle Financial. Al Smith wants to secure your financial future by helping you get there, stay there, maintain it, all of that. Talk to Al today. Anything you need, especially as we get to the end of the year, call him now, 303-744-1128. Planning for your retirement doesn't need to be rigid to be a solid plan. 
Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial asks what is uniquely important to you before diving into the numbers, getting an accurate picture of how to realistically get there. Once Al understands your individual circumstances, he can figure out what needs to be adjusted, positioning you with the best trajectory to reach your goal. Golden Eagle Financial wants to get to know what you want your retirement to look like so that a plan can be created to make that happen. By incorporating a strategy that works with your lifestyle, Al can partner with you to make sure that a comfortable retirement is in your future. Schedule a conversation at his office for a fresh look at your financial future. Call 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128 now or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers, who joins us for our Monday Mortgage Minute on Mondays, will be joining us here shortly. In the meantime, anything you need from Kurt, call him direct. He is our mortgage resource, at least mine. He's a guy that I talk to only because he is the guru. Talk to Kurt today, 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second. 262 the third with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three to one buy downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, my son Richard Rush will be joining us here in just a minute. Prior to that, though, Dan and Blackhawk, go ahead, sir. Hey, John, how you doing? Good, sir. Hey, so I'll probably be one of the ones that opts in with the Parks Pass. Just because it's going to be cheaper, because I have three vehicles and I added it up, it's twenty nine bucks. Right, it'd be ninety bucks for three vehicles. So for me, that's a that's a better deal for me. However, I don't like the fact that they're prob- probably that not that mu- not all that money is going to go to the parks. All that money that is, is not going. You are correct. Yeah, and then the the thing that Colorado did, they did this with my CPA license several years ago. We used to have to renew at the end of the year, and they bumped it up. Or was it May? I think it was in May. So they bumped it up. So I paid for the license renewal in May of one year, and then that same year I had to pay for a license renewal again. Hmm. And I'm like, you guys are just increasing your income stream sooner, but it, all you did is just, I mean, there's going to be those people that aren't going to uh, know to opt out, <clears throat> and they'll get them every year, but the majority of people, once they realize this, they'll start they're opting out. out. That's right. No. That's um, right. So they're they're not they're not going to have that income. I think this is a loser at the end. It's gonna it's gonna make them money. And to your point, Dan, the first year or two after that, it's a loser for them. Right. And then I sent you that article on Twitter. Did you already look at that? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. going to talk about it in the, in the five o'clock hour. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. What's that? Say it again. I, I said that was an interesting article. Very interesting. No, I added it to my notes. So yeah, no, I'm going to talk about that at, at, in the five hour. So yes. Okay. Good cool. stuff, Dan. Thank you. No, as always, appreciate it very much. Richard joining us now. Richard, what happened to our Broncos yesterday? Well, they they, they actually looked like a football team, Dad. It was weird for a while. I, they kind of sure did. I was, I, I wasn't sure if we were watching the same. You know, if I was watching the right team, or you know, what what was going on with them, or or what the situation was. To be honest with you, so it was kind of weird seeing them actually be a a competent team. Now it didn't look like that, right? You know, midway through the second quarter, it was twenty seven nothing. The Broncos had just thrown a pick six and then went three and out and it was not looking good at all and then i guess the defense made a play and russell decided to actually go down and play and play the way that we all kind of thought he would the entire year which is is kind of fascinating so yeah they actually look like i think what a lot of people want and dad here let's be honest right there's no moral victories in sports especially not in the nfl or professional sports because they are 
a, a, a business in the league and you got to have results. But it was encouraging because it was, number one, an entertaining game. I think a lot of people, yourself included, which you don't usually do, regardless, we actually watched the game from start to finish, mm-hmm. which is kind of a, a great, you know, something that I don't think can, a lot, I think a lot of people did that normally don't. That's first. And then the second thing it did is it kind of gave us the idea of, okay, maybe, maybe Russ hasn't lost it, right? Dad, maybe he, he just, he, maybe he needs something different. I don't know if it's a different scheme or a different coach. I've kind of got my, own theories on that, but maybe he, maybe he didn't, right? Maybe this team can be something. So it was definitely fascinating, was interesting, was an entertaining game, ultimately a loss. Ultimately, Coach Hackett's probably losing his job at the end of the year, but nevertheless, it was an improvement on what we've seen for most of the season. I, I agree. And so the question I have for you there is, knowing all of that, is it a coach issue or a quarterback issue or a little of both? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. The thing that I would ultimately, and, and I, I would tell Broncos fans is, is this, Russell Wilson, because of how the NFL and their salary cap works, as we've talked about this before, he is stuck with you, right? Mm-hmm. At Correct. least for two or two or uh, the next two or three years, for sure, too, you could spread out the, kip at, the, the, the cap hit after the, the third year, so kind of going into the fourth year of him being with us. So you kind of got to figure out how to make it work with him, right? Nathaniel Hackett's a different story because if you get rid of him tomorrow and his assistants and everything else, basically just the owners have to write a check, which from what Adam Schefter and a lot of these ESPN insiders are saying around uh, you know, the, the national scene and, and just in general, the, the, and that, let, let me take a step back. If Schefter is reporting it, and basically what he said is the Broncos will not spare, essentially will not spare any expense in, in order to try and win, right? And if that's what he's saying, what he's hearing is we are going to throw – we don't care about the money aspect of it. We want to win. We are going to throw heaps of money at this thing in order to do so. So back to the coaches. They can cut the coaches tomorrow. That doesn't – you know, the only thing that negatively affects is, I guess, the theory other coaches and their willingness to come, hmm. you know, coach for you. But you know what, Dad? There's a funny thing called money, right? And, you know, your misgivings about a certain job – uh, can be maybe uh, gone, right? You right. can just kind of let them go out to the wind if you're paid enough money. True. You know, it's kind of that, how it works with, with, with them. So I think, unfortunately, for ha- Coach Hackett, he's probably gone at the end of the year. You're just too far down this path. Even if the Broncos were to win out as a team, which I don't know if that happens because I don't even know if Brett Rippon, or sorry, if, if Russell Wilson's able to play this next week, and then therefore Brett Rippon would be your starting quarterback. So there's a few different things that are going on and kind of are at play here, Dad. But ultimately, um, I think he'll be gone, and we'll kind of hit the reset button, reset button after the season and go from there. All right, I know we don't have a lot of time because we've got some reviews I want to squeeze in here once we come back. But also made the announcement they are applying for a loan for hundred billion dollars or hundred million dollars, not billion, hundred hundred million dollars to renovate the current stadium we have here, does that mean we're not getting a stadium ever? Or is this just sort of a short-term fix knowing they've got a lease and things that are on it and they've got to do something no matter what? I think it's a short-term lease because I think from, from what, and maybe you can attest to them, you know, you know you have some experience that sounds like some season ticket holders have gotten emails throughout the season about, you know, after games, you know, how is the experience? You know, was it good? Was it bad? And from what it sounds like that, it's just them, trying to maybe in, kind of get everyone involved, say, hey, this is what you can do to improve, this is what you can't do, you know, these sorts of things are what you shouldn't do. And so I truly think it's them just kind of trying to make the best of a short-term situation because $100 million is kind of a drop in the bucket for, for this team and these owners like we were just talking about. It's not the drop in the bucket for us, but it's a drop in the bucket for them. And like you said, Dad, they've still got 10 years left on their lease. Right. So they've got to be there for that extended period of time. So yeah. I think that this is – and, and I don't know all the nuances. I don't know if they have to show good faith in trying to stay there, you know, and this could be kind of, uh, you know, put towards that, right? You know, we we're trying to improve the environment that we're playing in. It's probably not going to be anything in, retar- in terms of like a scoreboard or anything like that, that I would venture to guess it's going to have to do with concessions, the fan experience, um, you know, kind of redoing some of that down there. Um, I just don't think it's going to be too much more than that. Um, just my, my personal, but at the same time, you asked if it precludes us from getting a new stadium, and the answer is I don't think so. I think that this is just a simple short-term stopgap solution. They're still going, in my opinion, they're still going to be researching and, 
and trying to get their handle on everything you know that, that goes on from you know what how, how the team's playing how it operates how the NFL operates as a business to you know fans and when they go to a game what do they experience because mm-hmm. again that let's be honest they haven't done they haven't had that right you know any sporting event that these dudes have gone to over the course of their lives has been through the luxury box right which is yeah. an way different, different than what we have experience. that's right it, it really it really is so yeah i think that I don't think that this says no. We're not going to be building a stadium. Now, if they were putting, you know, three, four, five hundred million into into Empower Field down there, yeah, probably could. But again, I still think that, and, and they made it clear through a few different means that this, again, this was not a end all be all. You know, this is not precluding us. Yeah, from I, th- I think and you know, again, even they don't Penn- put that out there. Yeah, even Penner said we have ten years on our lease. We have time to consider our options. I mean, bottom line is, I think they know that for. For a hundred million dollar investment, ten million a year, depending upon what they get out of that for the fan experience. Let's face it, that's a drop in the bucket when it's all said and done. You you just hit it on the head, Dad. Right? Again, basically, let's just say that. Yeah, let's say they stay there the next ten years. They put ten million bucks into it every year, which it'll be more than that. But that's their return on investment. Maybe it's more. You know, more than that. Ultimately, I still think that they explore and see what they can do as far as. Building a new stadium, we've already talked about. You know, you saw it last night um, in the, the the Chargers game that was on. You know, the, the stadium that Kroenke built and how beautiful it is, and how much national attention it gets, and all these things. I just think the allure of hosting not only football championships but basketball championships mm-hmm. plus large events in the winter time. Right? You know, if you've right. got a dome stadium, right. you can host a, a Kenny Chesney concert. It doesn't have to be in the middle of summer. Right? right. It True. can be a Christmas concert or whatever it might be. You know. True. You've got a few different things there. So, nope, I don't think it precludes them from doing anything. In fact, I think it maybe even opens up the idea that, hey, they're going to do more, but, hey, we're going to make do. Right? It's like you're living in a house now, right? doesn't mean you're going to stay there for forever, but you might as we well want to take care make of it. it worth right. Yeah, you might as well make it worth your while while you're staying there. Right? Correct. Makes sense. Okay. We'll come right back. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Don't forget to have your furnace tune-up done now. There's a great special on that that's running through the holidays, so make sure you call Absolute today, 720-526-0231. Replacing your furnace can be stressful for your whole family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will alleviate the stress of replacing your furnace with service that puts your family first. Absolute offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee because they value honesty, earning your family's trust with honest work. Their technicians prioritize your family with integrity by never upselling you on something you don't need during your replacement. They offer flexible financing, so you don't have to make sacrifices to make sure your family's needs are provided for. Their team goes above and beyond to get the replacement done in one day whenever possible, so you can get back to spending quality time together. Together. Get your family-friendly estimate for replacing your home comfort system now with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, find out if uh, solar is the right fit for you and your home. Call today, 303-378-7537, and talk to Alan Davis. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. You don't like the way your business has trapped you into working an overtime job every week. John Rush teaches folks in your situation to get out from under their companies using his 40 years of industry experience. Your operation isn't fully functional. 
at least not with the way it's been going. John Rush will help you fix that by bringing his own knowledge to the table. You're an expert in your industry, so give that job to someone else whose hourly is not as costly as yours should be. John wants you to make your operation run for you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Susan at Premier Manufacturing says, In the two plus years I've been with Premier Manufacturing, my interaction with BES has been nothing but positive. When we have a service issue, they do their best to have someone sent out that same day, and the service people have always been friendly, efficient, and professional. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Richard, you've driven a couple of vehicles lately, a couple of Toyotas I know as well. And uh, let's start with the Toyota Camry that you drove. Yeah, so that this was the 2023 Toyota Camry. This was the SE Hybrid Nightshade, which is kind of new for 2023. It adds the Nightshade package, adds bronze wheels, in kind of a, a different look, a little bit sporty uh, look in that regards. And like I said, it was the hybrid um, version of it, of course, two-and-a-half-liter four-cylinder, 208 combined horsepower. Not that that's a huge, you know, huge deal, but just something to note, right? Fun car, honestly, Dad. They haven't made a ton of changes over the years. Obviously, they redesigned this car um, a few years ago. But like I said, the, the biggest change, I, I think, for this year was, was kind of adding a few of these additions, which mm-hmm. they tend to do at times. Right. Um, overall, Dad, this vehicle, as we've talked about with the hybrid technology, is some of the best in the business, right? May be the best in the business, um, especially if you're looking to buy this car, whether it be new, used, whatever it, whatever it might be. This is a car I would highly encourage folks to do. Fuel economy, Dad, 44 city, 47 highway for an average of 46. And again, that's on the, this hybrid powertrain. Price tag was a little over $32,000 for the t- whole thing. And, and again, with that package kind of being what's new. And, and, and that, you and I have talked about this a little bit. Side note, these packages can actually be a good thing because sometimes they only come around for one year. And so it makes your car a little bit more unique Correct. and desirable potentially for a future sale, right? Correct. Yes. And, and the Camry, for you know, most everybody knows this, but it really is and has become that mid-size sedan standard, Richard. I mean, give Toyota credit. They are the ones that really established that that line, if you would, or that size of car. Uh, the Camry, I've said this before on air, but if it was its own vehicle itself, it would be in the top 10 of vehicles sold. In other words, it would be its own top 10 manufacturing company if, if Camry was its own, you know, its own manufacturer. So that's how many Camrys over the years have been sold. It's a phenomenal car, and it really does set the standard in that, in that sector. Absolutely. And, and again, like you said, they've, they've set the standard. They've come out with a lot of standard features. I'm looking at the Monroney right now. There's not a lot of um, you know, options that you can get, which Toyota's kind of become known for over the past few years. They really want to simplify the buying process, but you're still going to get all of the safety sense, the Toyota safety sense, that, right? You know, all of their kind of additional safety add-ins, the 2.5 plus, which you know, gives you a lot of standard driver assistance features. Um, you, you, you get a lot of different things with it. And like you say, with this being a full-size sedan, that really big trunk, room for four full-size adults or two adults and some car seats in the back, which, again, I myself and I know a lot of other people care about. And ultimately, Dad, you're getting a car that you can use for many, many years, right? This isn't just going to be a, i, I got to sell this car after five years because I run into so many problems, right? I, it's Toyota. They're tried and true. And like you say, Camry's been around for forever. They're not going anywhere. And honestly, Dad, I would say this. Again, with that fuel economy rating, folks, you may not need to go to the, the electric version for this because this gives you, you – you don't have the range anxiety, right, that you might have with these other cars because you can pull up to any gas station. But you're going to get that fuel economy. You can right. even get some of the EV benefits yes. you know, depending on how you're driving around town or, or you know, in traffic or whatever it might be. So – Encourage folks, highly encourage folks, Dad. This is one of our, I know you're one of your favorite vehicles. It is. One of my favorite vehicles. Get out, test drive this vehicle, see if you like it. Um, again, if you 
check out online, check that night, check out that nightshade package because I think that that's something that um, honestly a lot of folks may actually go with that because it gives that Camry that unique um, appeal and appearance. To be honest with you, and it, again, when you head your local dealer, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent you. All right. Speaking of hybrids, you've driven another vehicle of late, which. Uh, again, I, to me, this was an exciting vehicle. I, I've been looking forward to us getting behind the wheel of this particular vehicle, and that's the all-new Toyota Tundra Hybrid, which they do make it in a non-hybrid version as well. So a lot of you truck buyers out there, yes, it comes in hybrid. Yes, it comes in a non-hybrid. We've driven both. What's your opinion? I, this is a review of the hybrid itself, Richard, but what's your opinion of it versus the non-hybrid version in the Tundra? Yeah, the 2022, again, Toyota Tundra, this is the hybrid with the iForce Max powertrain, Dad, right? So there's two kind of different versions of it. You can get just a twin turbo or, yeah, a turbocharged V6, um, which makes about 389 horsepower, which is about the same. It's got more torque. Or you can, again, opt for the iForce Max, which has got a battery that helps assist with torque and, and kind of starting it and stuff. But, Dad, I will say this off the bat, and Toyota, you may, may knock me for it. This does not drive like a true hybrid. There's some hybrid technologies in it, right? Okay. You know, in terms of when you start up the vehicle, it, it kicks on the electrical system and some of the other stuff before. I think it's got a little, a, a few EV components to where you're, when you're going at really low speeds, the truck doesn't, it, you will move without the engine kicking on. But for the vast majority, Dad, that engine's going to kick on. But it does help you with the power, and especially here at our altitude. We need all of the help we can get, especially when it comes to trucks and these larger right. truck and trucks and SUVs, right? We really need that extra power. And it was phenomenal as a drive. It was nice. It was it doesn't feel as boatish as the last versions like we've talked about. And okay. like you said, we did review this with this truck prior. And the the hybrid version, I may have to look at it when you know when you're spending this amount of money to to say, Hey, well, I'm already spending this much money. Might as well jump in, a, you know, a little bit higher. And I would, and just for folks that this vehicle, as it sits, was sixty nine thousand one eighty five. And okay. some of you, I know, are going to sit out there and say, "Whoa, my gosh, that's so much for a truck." <laughs> folks, pretty average. I don't think you're realizing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you realize how much trucks have gone up in years past. So, right. so in saying that, fuel economy, Dad, eighteen for city, twenty for highway, an average of nineteen. I was closer to about 16 or 17, Dad, and that wasn't me being super aggressive. So I'm just going to make this claim. You're not really buying the hybrid for the extra fuel economy, although it's definitely going to give you a few miles per gallon better than the old V8 did. But this is not a card that you're saying, or the truck, I should say, well, I'm going to save myself quite a bit of money on the fuel. No, because, again, you're really buying it for the performance. We got the TRD Pro version, Dad, which looked phenomenal, was really fun. They've done they've done quite a few cool things on the inside. Uh, you, this is just talking about the Tundra as a whole with the nice big display, Dad, and you've got um, you know surround view cameras. You can view what's in your bed. Um, it's got a cool button to drop the tailgate down. One thing to note, Dad, on with with this Tundra and obviously with it being the hybrid model, you do lose some storage underneath the back seat because that's where the battery goes. Mm-hmm. And so you're losing some of that capability. Not that it's a big deal, but just something to note if you've got to go to the, I don't know, go to the grocery store, or maybe you like to keep your ratchet straps or things like that. If you opt for the iForce Max, you're going to have to kind of purchase a little bit different. Good to know. Uh, maybe have a yeah. gear setup. No, that's good to know because that. So what you're saying is you lose some of that under seat capacity. Is what you're saying that storage. You do a little bit. Again, and for a lot of people, it's not a big deal. But for those of you that have owned a truck, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. A lot of these other manufacturers have got that as an additional storage. And it's really nice to have because, you, again, you can put you can put toe straps. You can put gloves. You right. can put snow scrapers. A variety of different things in the back, Dad. And it's really great great to have. Not available. But at the same time, Dad, you again, you've got a whole bed. And as we know with these crew maxes on, on the, the Tundras, they're really a nice, uh, a good uh, a cabin, right? It, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. it doesn't feel cramped. It really is a full size, uh, or it feels like a full size truck, I should say, rather than a half ton in that regard. So I would encourage folks get out and test drive it again. The iForce Max is something different. That definitely something that not a lot of folks have driven, um, even with you know driving maybe some of their competitors and you know some of the other twin or the turbocharged engines that they have. It's just different in how they've tuned it, how they've pieced it together all those different things. So we encourage folks to do that. Head out, test drive them, and when you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent you. 
All right, and along those lines too, Richard, a lot of folks I know are this time of the year, they're shopping, they're trying to figure out in some cases they're a business, they've got some tax ramifications, maybe they're trying to handle some of those things. What I would tell everybody is you're kind of running out of time because if you've put things off this long, Richard, uh, inventories are not high. There's not a ton of selection. You may be buying something and then deciding, you know, a year from now or six months from now that you're going to swap things back around just because you, you handled what you needed to do tax-wise, but then got what you ultimately wanted down the road. That may be what you have to do because bottom line is there's not a ton of selection out there right now on anything. That- that's the thing. Again, I, I would just encourage folks, you know, that they, some of these dealers are going to have some, maybe, honestly, Dad, I know what, what's happening to some dealers, and I know we've got to run in a second, but some dealers, they maybe someone bought something earlier in the model year, they ordered what they really wanted, and then they traded that vehicle on on right. something that came in that they really wanted. And so you actually may get lucky, right, especially end of year. So I, get down to your dealer, check multiple dealers. You and I have been doing it for, you know, our, our business checking where different trucks and stuff are coming in. But, yeah, honestly, you should have gone this last weekend. Go this weekend because if you're waiting to the end of the year, you know, to the week between Christmas and New Year's, good luck. Yep. Although I will say, Dad, some of these car companies, if you can find something, are offering some decent incentives. And with interest rates, they are where, where, where they're at. If you can find what you like, yeah. now may be the time. Great point, Richard. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And all those reviews, again, folks, are on the website. Bruce Simmons is next. He is up. To, and and he, he is our guy, by the way. He's up next. He's our guy when it comes to reverse mortgages. He is the professor of reverse mortgages. If you've ever thought of doing one, you want to know more details, give him a call. 303-467-7821. Inflation can kill your retirement. Bruce Simmons can match the right reverse mortgage program to your specific needs. Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage can use a reverse mortgage to relieve the soaring prices on your everyday necessities like groceries, gas, and other essentials. Bruce understands how inflation affects your individual circumstances, choosing the right reverse mortgage program that is relevant and personalized to your needs. A reverse mortgage can take away some of the pressure that hidden costs put on your retirement nest egg. He knows the potential benefits of financial planning with a certified reverse mortgage, including decreased stress associated with additional sources of income. Set up a free consultation with Bruce Simmons at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we come back. Kurt Rogers, of course, will join us for our Monday Mortgage Minute. And Kenny Zhu is going to join us. He's been on with us before. We're going to talk about Twitter, much to what Dan from Blackhawk sent me earlier. Kenny's going to kick us off. We'll talk a little bit more about it once Kenny is gone. But our, our other woke companies working in secret with the Democrat Party. That's what I'm going to talk to Kenny Zhu about here as soon as we come back, right after Kurt Rogers. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.